We're all being overly dramatic. That's how the internet works, and there's nothing we can do about it. We're imprisoned in a constant state of hyperbole. Every minor inconvenience is a threat to society. Every personality type is overanalyzed and labeled into oblivion. Every niche or hobby has over a hundred hours of discourse on whether it's even ethical to engage in. None of us are above it. Our minds are constantly being manipulated. Everything is an absolute. Nothing can have nuance. I'm proving my point just by doing this. This is how I talk when I don't have to entertain people online. People just want to watch loud idiots they can either agree with or yell at. It's very easy to whip people up by pandering or rage baiting. Normal, well-adjusted people just don't post online that much. And when they do, it's boring and about their kids or dog. Most of my notifications are just people getting in fights on my videos. If you don't like something, just don't like and don't comment. Or do. It only gets those people more views. Most opinions are only changed by personal experience over a long period of time. The only thing you can do is disengage completely. Now quit scrolling and go outside. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe and subscribe, rate, and review on whatever digital platform that you listen to us on. And if that platform happens to be Spotify, we don't know what you do on that, but whatever it is you do do, please go and do do that. That was smooth. I like that. Was that. Pretty, that was pretty smooth. I, yeah, I like that, that, that was one. Smooth, yeah. I like that That's one. I like one. that one. Getting that rhythm back, baby. Getting that rhythm back. <laughs> You should just keep that one as a pre-record, just pre-recorded. Just let it go. I should remember Remy. Remember Remy? She was like, "I thought that was just a recording that you had." And I'm like, "No, nah, baby, that's me. That's me, baby. Every yeah. single time." And you get famous, then, but that's that's what it's gonna become. Get enough money, get enough, get enough software to support that. Then yeah, because I'm still trying to figure out what software them dudes be using when they should be pressing buttons and it. And Makes noises and shit. That's that's. I've always been jealous of that, but it's like I'm too lazy to look it up. Yeah, you gotta have like a soundboard of some sort, and you probably have to be doing something better than what we do as far yeah. as Skype to record or Zoom or whatever else. Yeah, we're prehistoric, bro. We we are. We're I vintage. Love it. We're vintage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a that's a nice little way to put it. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel special. <laughs> Definitely makes me feel special. Uh, what's going on? What's been going on in your world, man? You know, we we ha- we got a lot of snow and ice up here last week. This week we rocking like it's fucking summertime. Well, not th- I take that back. It's been in the low fifties and rainy today, so it's, you know, but pretty identical. Yeah. Um, that cold hit. That cold hit. They got out of nowhere, man. And like I said, had a lot of people. You know. They 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 cold and they got it away. I just I thought it was gonna be a regular week, and I'm like, damn, it's, it's, it's pushing thirty, you know. But then again, it, it, that that freeze really fucked the nigga head up because I feel like when I went through that hard freeze and I was out, you know, like I still feel that shit to this day to the point of where it's like that this shit ain't cold. I ain't gonna lie, it's cold, but it's like <laughs> it's so cold that it's not cold. Straight up, you know, I'm like, yeah, but I've been through it, you know. I didn't in, in the past five years. I'm talking about blizzard in Pennsylvania, that shit. And I remember how cold it was when I when I went to visit Denver. Like that shit, you gonna have to put me in cold for a minute for me to really complain. 
I'm still finna get up in the cold. Like that shit don't bother me like it like it used to. Like I always say, it's not the cold, it's that hawk. Bro, that hawk boy, that'll hit your face. It make you it may re- make you rethink your religion. No. That's why I say as long as it ain't raining and windy, I ain't gonna complain. I can deal with the cold. Cold ain't shit. I done seen people get out of the car, that hawk hit them, and they get right back in the car. They change their <laughs> whole plan or whatever it was they was about to do when that hawk hit. Well, you and you see it on, on light skins and white people. They, <laughs> shit, they, they face turn red, they nose be hot red, they be face all scrunch up. Like, hey, I feel you. Y'all better get that shysty. <laughs> Got it. I was I was hooping the nigga the other day that had a shysty. I'm like, what's wrong with you niggas, man? Y'all special. Young nigga, man. While he was hooping? Yeah, nigga, this nigga's weird, man. Have 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 they grown out of the stage of hooping with headphones on? Oh, fuck no. That's still a thing? It's I worse I haven't now. hooped in a while. Oh, it's worse now. It's to the point where in some leagues, like, dudes have to be reminded to take their headphones off. Because they have some headphones that are just very durable with, like, that type of movement. It annoys some of us. But I mean, it's it's a dude I hoop with uh, that plays with AirPods on. And they don't fall out. I just be looking like I don't know how you look at them hoes jammed in there. I'm gonna slap even, that nigga one day and see if it fall out. It's not even about to fall out. How can we communicate with you? That's your, why niggas get angry. Your IQ just ain't that high to the point yeah. where you know what all other nine people on the court are, are gonna do, and you yeah. don't even have to listen to any any cues. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's almost disrespectful too. It's not almost it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why some of them dudes they 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 don't get picked up for that shit. And then some of them they get blamed for certain shit. Because I'm hoping the noise cancellation on these new headphones are immaculate. So you can be yeah. out there hearing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't function like that. Even when I'm just working out. I mean, I, I don't I don't blast my headphones. I'm already scared that I'm gonna get some type of infection in the future for using Bluetooth shit that's you know who knows so it's like i ain't finna i, I already i don't want to fuck up my eardrums i play my music relatively low to where somebody walk up on me and ask me something i can still hear them they, they class action lawsuit is, is in route i'm i'm always i'm always like uh, let me pull let me you walk up to me let me pull out so i can hear clearly like i don't but at work they'll just come up to me and i was like you see i got these in and you talking you got to give me a second to get these out you know you take you, you take those to work too. Yeah, my my AirPods. Yeah, I take them. I mean, because nobody works in my department. So mm. if you're talking to me, it's about lunch or some maintenance they doing, or you know, introducing yourself. So it's like you know, ain't nobody really talk to me about about work. Are you officially a part of the the Negro Coalition at your job? I have been. Officially accepted by the Negroes in my office. That's that's lovely. That is lovely. I'm, I'm glad you have some protection now. There's a cupcake social happening on Thursday. Will you be attending? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. No, they want to do it at lunchtime. The thing is, I come home at lunchtime. So what do you want? Y'all want me to stick around and eat some cupcakes with y'all? No. Y'all better bring some breakfast tacos or something. Do they need to be eating cupcakes? Hey, what you want to talk about today? <laughs> I tell you, I'm good. Hey, look, man. Look. 
Anyways, man, I was thinking about something the last couple of weeks, dog. Uh, since we just getting right to it, but um, every time I see something about the YSL case pop up, you know, everybody knows I'm a comment hawk. I'm gonna go in the comments and I'm gonna hawk out the funniest fucking ones, or I'm just gonna, you know, look for the ones that just make me think a little bit. But on this YSL case, I ain't really been having to do too much thinking. Because I just see a lot of people that I feel like they don't understand consequences. I, I don't understand the mindset of free young thug. <laughs> I don't. I, play, I don't I play either. Eminem too, though, but go ahead. When when you look at all the charges that have been brought up against him, and it's and and the and the criminal organization, I, I guess you can say, because this Very is so. this it is, is organized crime. Yeah. It's like, how could you sit there and say just because you rock with their music that they should be free? Like, you wouldn't even say that about um, R. Kelly. That's what I was talking about. Let me see. see what's, what's, what's the definition of Rico here? Because it's a Rico, right? Yeah, it's a Rico. God dang. I hate that you asked that question. It's a, it, what? Hate that what? Because I, I know what I, I remember looking at, that, looking at it. And I'm, I know there's like racketeering, something, something. Yeah, go ahead, though. Yeah, it's uh, it's Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act. Okay, I thought it was Rico, RICO Act. So yeah. basically, under RICO, a person who has committed at least two acts of racketeering activity drawn from a list of 35 crimes, 27 federal crimes, and eight state crimes within a 10-year period can be charged with racketeering if such acts are related in one of four specified ways to an enterprise. Don't put the phone up yet. Okay. What's racketeering again? Racketeering is a type of organized crime in which a perpetrator set up a coercive, fraudulent, extrusionary? I might have mm-hmm. fucked that up. Or otherwise illegal coordinated scheme or operation. To repeatedly or consistently collect a profit. And I remember the time I told a story on here, I was, you know, I was pretty much in the same room with somebody that uh, was in there. Was it extortionary? Extortionary. Because yeah, that's what it is. Because a lot of times it's the co- it's the coordination, along with the extortion, along with at the end of the day leading being able to lead back to somebody. You don't literally have to because once again. Charles Manson damn, damn near was brought up on charges that are similar because Charles Manson didn't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he had it done for him. But the mastermind usually gets the most time, which is what I was getting to the other day when we were talking about, you know. Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, that's but but consequences. Are we just as a community just. We don't understand what accountability is. Oh man, we 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 just don't like like for some somewhere down the line we lost the for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. So for everything you do, something is going to happen, whether mm-hmm. it be positively or whether it be negatively. Like you 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 smoke weed, you're gonna get high. You work mm-hmm. out, you're gonna build muscle. You mm-hmm. run, you're gonna sweat. Like things are gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you do things that have been labeled as illegal by whatever country that you operate in, 
bad things are potentially going to happen. Not guaranteed, because you might get away with some shit. I'm pretty sure everybody's gotten, gotten away with some shit at one point in time in their life. But you're putting yourself in a position to where something bad can happen to you. And so once you put yourself in that position, you can't sit there and say, oh, I didn't know something bad was going to happen. I didn't, you know, or or that shouldn't happen to me. Well, you were doing bad things. Quote, unquote. So when bad things, when you do bad things, you put yourself in a position for bad things to happen. Is that complicated? It's what Bubba Sparks say. This is complicated. At least to y'all it is. As I've gotten older and I've been able to reflect something that I do every day, um, I've just, I've, I've, re, I've, I've, it's easy for me to accept consequences. It's gotten easy for me. I don't understand why it's hard for other people because I just can't imagine doing something bad for sure and thinking that I'm going to get away scot free with it at this in this day and age. Um, and I say that because. I really just don't think I'm that much smarter than people that have gotten caught. <laughs> like, you know, I, I can't believe it because a lot the the mindset of Rico, where Rico comes from, it came from smarter organizations getting caught and them having to build task force for those smarter organizations, which in which in turn gave birth to the Rico. So you sitting here doing something that they have task force for. I'm going to keep saying a task force. These are people that this is what they do every day. Their job objective is to catch Negroes like you doing illegal shit. And when they, if I'm not mistaken, not to put your business out there, but your line of work is very similar. That's what you're tasked to do. You have an objective and you locked in once the clock starts. These motherfuckers are locked in 24-7. It's their livelihood. It's so much their livelihood, you don't even know which guys in your organization are snitching on you. Because the guys in your organization are probably literally federal informants. They probably been working with them for years, and they just work their way in the organization. You never even know. That's their job. That's their lives, bro. And the thing is, when you look at it and they say YSL, Young Slime Life, if I'm not mistaken, is a gang. So just being affiliated is putting you into this RICO category now. Because this gang is known to sell drugs, kill people, and steal from people. Allegedly. Allegedly. We ain't no, we not no fucking lawyers and no shit like that. But once again, I'm looking at things from a common sense perspective of just, just normal shit. Like I don't need to have a, a, a law degree to know that if I go seven miles over the speed limit, I can get pulled over. Like I know the law. Like don't speed. <laughs> and I can't get in there and say, well, it was just seven over the limit. Do you not comprehend basic English? The <laughs> limit. Don't go over this limit. You went over this limit. You're susceptible to a ticket now because you're going over the limit. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> like I don't need a, I don't need to get into legal jargon to understand what's going to happen if I get pulled over and the BAC is a certain level. Like 
I'd be scared if it's not even to that level. Dude. They could even just read it on my breath regardless. I'd be they terrified. Say, they could say, you know what? You are technically sober by the law, but the way you walk this line, eh, stumble a little bit. At least under the influence. At least under the influence. D-U-I-D-W-I. And, and once again, just using my common sense, I believe those are very different things, but they stay in your record the same way, damn near. So, because motherfuckers don't know. Motherfuckers don't, I mean, just like with, with sexual assault and rape. It's people that still don't, you know, get those two are technically different things. Sexually, sexual assault is a broad term. Oh, shit, rape is really a broad term. And the thing is, and I, I picked up on this during the, the Tory Lanez Meg the Stallion case, that attempted murder is is pretty broad. Because if if you shot a gun that's just in my direction, that's attempted murder. You may not even been shooting at me. But I can say, hey, this motherfucker was out here shooting, tried to shoot at me. The bullet grazed my calf. And that's and that and that was kind of key in, in, in what you what you had to read into what Tory Lanez really got convicted of because he wasn't convicted of shooting Megan. He was convicted of a, a whole bunch of other shit. But like if he was shooting at her, they probably would try to bring him up on attempted murder charges if they could have proved it. And since they couldn't prove it, they brought him up on different charges. You know, I but again, I'm no lawyer. I just watch SVU from time to time. Yeah. But anyways, it's like it's like I, w- I watched my six an episode of my 600 pound life the other day. That's unfortunate. It bro, first <laughs> a slight sidebar. Like first you're watching it, you know, it comes on, they tell their story, and you know, it's always some kind of trauma in their life that made them turn the food that food as a cope. Something happened, you know, this, this, and this. Then as the episode progresses, it's like, oh, this person's actually an asshole. Like you, you went from you me feeling some some sympathy for you to you being a complete asshole to the people who are supporting you. Actually, you're enablers. I don't even know if you can call them supporters, but they enable you. But anyways, <laughs> watching this shit, and they come down to Houston to, to Dr. Nauzik or not, whatever his name is, Dr. Now, off Bel Air, oddly enough. And they, he's like, all right, cool. I need to know that you committed. You know, I need you to lose 50 pounds to prove that you, you know, you really down for this shit. They go home, you know, they showing, oh, you know, eating better, this, this, and this. I'm, I'm going to move, move to Houston. You know, doctors say, you know, I need to lose 50 pounds. Bitch lost 16 pounds in four months. Damn. But going to move to Houston anyways. So call tell, talk to the doctor. He's like, you didn't you didn't lose the weight. Well, yeah, but but I committed to moving to Houston and this this and this. You committed to everything but what you were supposed to commit to. You were supposed to commit to losing the weight. You couldn't do that, so you took the easy way out. And that's what a lot of this is. You take the easy way out because the hard way out is taking some accountability and understanding that if I eat this cheeseburger, I'm not gonna lose weight. If I don't do these exercises, I'm not going to burn fat. But let me take the easy way out and hope somebody has some sympathy for me and say, oh, well, you know, I understand that you were trying to do it and you just couldn't. So I'm going to make an exception for you. You, We getting soft making exceptions for people. Yeah. 
the, the, the line should be the line. The standard should be the standard. And the line and the bar, so to speak, it shouldn't move with the people that come around you. Especially, and, and not, not to get completely off subject, but I'm going to touch it and come back. When you're dating people, you shouldn't say, oh, well, this person got a lot of money. Let me raise the bar up. Oh, this person broke. I can never see a future with them, but I'd, I'd sleep with them. So let me drop the bar down. The bar should be you. You should always have these standards of X, Y, and Z or who you're going to fuck with. And whether that person makes more money or makes less money, whether they look good or whether they look bad, you should have a standard that you always adhere to because then you're holding yourself accountable. These are my standards. These are my boundaries. This is where I'm at. You either got to come up to where I'm at or I got to come up to where you're at. But I'm not going to move my, my boundaries and my standards up and down to accommodate what I feel at the time. And that's what people do. Hey, yeah, I'm going I'm to a, I'm a scam these niggas. You know, I'm going to do this, do this and this. But no, please, nobody scam me. Hey, the scammers get scammed and the players get played. Shit happens. Hey, man. I don't even really got to say anything. Really, we can conclude the show right here. <laughs> I mean, I went in the kitchen trying to cook and you cooked everything, so. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, uh, people are, uh, people are, lack of discipline, man, and being inconsistent makes it real hard to actually set a, set a bar and uh, a bar that you can actually keep there and honestly keep there because uh like i saw the other day you know basically the whole gold digger mindset um with the um i think the guy was saying something along the lines of it's you have to realize when you're dating somebody that is um out of your league so to speak financially and i think that that's bullshit at the end of the day if i'm if i if if I'm looking at somebody from a monetary value, regardless, I think that that's just that's just weird behavior. Um, I am who I am, and you are who you are. If you have expensive taste, then you shouldn't even you shouldn't even look a certain person's way, right? Why are you even giving me a chance if if, if you have expensive taste and you don't think I got it like that? Like your standards don't make sense, because uh, your standards don't make sense because they're based off of something that is not that you can't perceive honestly like and that's why a lot of y'all end up dating scammers and a lot of y'all end up dating drug dealers and, and just people that will have you sitting behind that glass window talking to them on the phone because poor judgment you know that that shit can easily be faked like that shit can easily be faked looking like you have money can easily be faked and that's why a lot of y'all get duped and end up with deadbeats um Got to start soul searching. Got to start digging a little deeper than that when you're talking about a mate, a lifetime mate for sure. And um, when it comes to bars, when it comes to standards, I feel like those standards got to be way more internal than they are external. I mean, external standards should definitely be, you know, hygiene. You know, yeah, you got to be attracted to the person and so on and so forth. But y'all still on this that they got to have big six figures and all that. Like that shit. Regardless if you like Kevin Samuels, Andrew Tate, whoever you say that you hate, um, that speaking facts for the most part, you just got to ask yourself, like, are you paying attention to the world? Are you realistically 
setting an external standard that can be met by the by the flip of a coin? Is it a fifty percent chance that you're going to meet a six figure guy? It's not. It's not. And you, you and man. And once again, to circle back, if that's a standard that you choose to stand on, you will die on that hill. Then you you deal with the consequences. You deal with the consequences because you know you're not going to come across too many men or women that are making six figures. You're, you're not. And if that's your standard, you got to understand that. Hey, when I come across one of these people. I'm going to have to be on top of my shit. I can't treat them like they're going to come across it. I'm going to come across these people every day. It's just so weird to me how people's how people's taste just <laughs> just just rise so much. Like you you go from, you know, you know, I, I go to Miami with the girls, go to L.A. and all that. But as soon as you get this guy that supposedly has money, you want to go to Ibiza. You want to go to Greece. It's like. You, you, why, why aren't you doing that on your own dime? I respect the people that are willing to do that on their own dime. You know, you you go to you go to the, you go to the bar, you're drinking Coronas the whole time, and then guys come in, all of a sudden you want a sidecar, you want a fucking lemon drop. What the fuck? Give give me what's in that blue and white bottle. <laughs> Were you buying anything out that blue and white bottle before I got here? Like 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 Chipotle, Chipotle and Cheddar's was cool. But now that you're on a date with a man, you know, I need to be a steak 48. I need to be a Juliet steak 48. I need to be a Juliet. I need to be a, a hibachi. Restaurant. It has to be hibachi. Like, like, really? It has to be hibachi? Oh, it has to be this spot that just happens to be the trending spot. Because, I mean, you say a spot that's known in Houston. We got to remember, man, we we international, baby. They don't know about that. Hey, we got to listen. We international, man. I, like I, I seen, I seen one video where the guy pulled up. He's trying to, and and again, this is this is satire because, like, you know, why are you recording this? Why are we recording everything? This is very weird. And he's trying to talk to her, and she's like, "You can't pull me. You know, you're not in a Benz, a, a Bentley, or nothing like that." And he's like, "But you at the bus stop, mom? But I'm finna go meet my boyfriend and get in his Lambo." And it's like, wait. What, that what video sense, was hilarious. What sense? What? Why aren't these dots connecting here in your mind? Like you getting on the bus. See, your standard for everybody else is different, but the standard for yourself is a lot lower. I can go get on the bus, but my man got to be in a Lambo. Crazy. Crazy. If I got a Lambo, come on, mom. You at least got to have a Nissan. I need you to be able to drive to me. <laughs> a, a reliable mode there. of transportation, please. Yeah, if you want to take it there, like golly, like once a guy in a Lambo will probably look your way, but realistically, you're probably just a comrade to him. A, a guy in a Lambo will fuck the drive-through worker at Popeyes for sure. For sure, he will. He, he he'll 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 do that without. The intentions of probably marrying her, you know, he won't probably want to impregnate her or anything like that, but he will bust her down. It's just because, because again, your standard is moving with the with the with the person and not it's not sticking to yourself. Pretty much. But then again, once again, it, it just all it all depends. <laughs> it definitely all depends. St- standards are gonna be very weird, probably very hard to articulate to certain people. But for the most part, I feel like universal standards though. You got to be attracted to the person. And in this day and age, financially, you would want somebody that's financially stable. You can look at that person. You hear his career. You know what he has going on for himself. Okay, for the next 10 to 15 years, his career seems stable enough to where he won't get laid off and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's 
it's risky out here because I mean, the, the guy that the guy that's making forty eight k a year and he's he's a bus driver. I don't know. He might be good for ten years straight. Like they gonna need bus drivers. You got you might have a guy that's working on Wall Street making a hundred k a year. He might be on suicide watch in the fourth year because stock market is fucking unpredictable. But in yeah. four years, he'll he'll have you out here living that Wolf of Wall Street life. Like you'd be living good, you know. But you just, it, it's at the end of the day, it's all a risk. And if you're not really paying attention to the to the market, and once again, my favorite word, if you're not being realistic, then you're gonna deal with the consequences, which I know y'all hate. I know y'all hate consequences because just think about this YSL case. I don't know what Gunner did. I don't know what these guys did. There's people are saying that these guys are rats and all this stuff like that. Me personally, I'm that street nigga still in me. I don't respect rats. I do not respect snitches. If you are a rat, you are a snitch. You are a scumbag. You are bottom of the you are bottom of the barrel. You're not a, you're not a real gangster at all. Um, you should never been a part of street life. You should you should never engage in any illegal activity to begin with. You should have just took your ass to work, worked your nine to five, and stayed out of trouble and stayed on the porch. But if Gunner is a snitch and he's a rat, he's a prime example of somebody that doesn't understand consequences. Because once he engaged in this illegal activity, he should have signed a real nigga contract within himself to be like, some shit hit the fan. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I truly believe that. I hope I hope I never have to prove that to the world. Although I might have, you don't know. Um, but um, I, I truly feel like that. It's just it is what it is. Like I, somebody came and saved me. Somebody that put me in a good position. If if I'm aware, that's another thing. If Gunner is aware of what's going on around him, he knows what type of business was going on, and he didn't have a problem with it. Never spoke out against it. Then that's that's when I get pissed off. But if he was totally oblivious to this shit, and this guy's like 100% innocent, it's like super green, didn't know what YSL was going, was doing behind his back, all right, then, nigga, yeah, you get the snitch because you ain't finna put me in a, in a line of fire like that and not give me any type of awareness. Y'all got me fucked up. I thought y'all was just rapping. <laughs> okay, but here, here's my perspective from somebody that's 90, 95% civilian. I spent the most, most of my life on the porch, sure. if, you, if you will. Only the only way that I could again, kind of, kind of like what you just finished up with, you had to be completely civilians. Like, oh, I thought we was just rapping. I've no, I've done nothing but rap. That's all I've been doing. I aligned myself with you to ride your clout to get to get your popularity. But all I've done is rap. I've, you know, I've done nothing else or anything like that. I could kind of see it. But at the same time, I say kind of because you benefited from the life that I live. You mm. benefited for from the, the the words that I put in my rhymes and you benefited. You're, you're basically an accessory if you've witnessed me do any of these crimes. Any of them. Yeah. So at the same time. No, you're not above reproach. You're not 100% innocent. And if you're not 100% innocent, you don't need to be snitching on nobody else. That's my thing. Like 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 if if somebody, you know, shoots up my grandma's house while they trying to shoot at somebody else and my grandma knows who you are, she should tell the police. 
She's 100% innocent. She ain't did shit. If you out there busting and they bust back and then you go to sign to tell the police, for what? You're a snitch. You big, big time. You're not above reproach. Big time snitch. That's that's foul. That's that's you because you, you acting innocent. You acting innocent. That's my innocent. thing. Uh, you acting innocent. You not taking accountability for the role that you played. It's 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 gaslighting to a certain extent. It's like no, you 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 did X Y and Z. Oh, but I didn't do A B and C. They did A B and C. It's like apples to oranges. That's tough, man. Like I said, that, that's just I I see some shit fly by. I, I don't know what's gonna happen to Thugger because once again, I'm not in that courtroom. Don't really even know the details of the case because I really don't care that much. I mean, I think Thugger's a a, a, a good artist. He's decent. Um, not somebody I listen to every day. Gonna I can I can tell you a gonna line a gonna verse to save my life. So he's not really relevant to me either. Um. I don't, I don't know much YSL at all. They're the only two artists I know. And I feel like when I looked at the front of that one cover, it's like 50 people in YSL. So, um, yeah. But but either way, it, it's it, our community is truly impacted by that. And I just really feel like if people are really looking at this from a, with the, not, not necessarily, like if they're just looking at this from a perspective of, of a person that's actually lived life. I'm, I'm hoping people that live life and they see in this situation can be able to tell their tell the younger people, their younger peers, hey man, and all honesty, this is how it should go. And to avoid this, this is what you should do. And they're in this situation because they're idiots. Like just be real with the younger generation. Making this shit seem like it's cool, that's not helping us, bro. Like like that big dancing nigga that be that be the muscular dancing oh nigga, bro. My. This shit sets us back 200, 300 years, bro. Like, we we, we struggling, dog. The community I'm, is struggling. I'm going to have to start writing down the list of niggas I don't like because I got to put him. He's, he's not far from Joe Kim Noah, let me tell you. You know who Joe Kim Noah is? The Rising Stars. I've seen that. Head coach. <laughs> <laughs> him, Paul Gasol, and um, Darren Williams. I seen that. I was like, look, I can't wait to that day. I just hope they get a good photo op. I'm definitely sending that to your inbox. And I'm going to pin it in there. Don't send me that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Darren Williams. I like Darren Williams. He's not one of my favorite point guards. Dallas nigga. I, I, I mean, I mean it's, it's as 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 a basketball player and a basketball fan, I like Joe Kim Noah. Like I like a Kevin Garnett, like somebody that's gonna get into your mind. Mm-hmm. But I I think those those battles between um, Miami and Cleveland when he was in um, Chicago really he was the wrong way. Oh, he was yeah, he was Kevin Garnett told Carmelo Anthony that Lala tastes like Cheerios. Like. I'd still be fighting that nigga right now, like Jim Griffin <laughs> fighting that chicken every time you see him on the episode of Family Guy. On site. On site for the re- we we divorced. That's still the mother of my child. We on site. KG was a bad man. KG was a bad man. He told Charlie Villain the waiver. He looked like a cancer patient. That man has legit alopecia, not that shit. J- Jada Smith guy, Jada Pinkett Smith guy. Speaking of. Speaking of, oh, she got a movie coming out. Yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> I stopped paying attention to her, her husband, their boyfriend, their kids. None of them registered to me. I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. They, they, once again, they, they, they stained the community in a way that it's just, it disgusts me. I don't, yeah. And I just see Will Smith, the, the more he does, the more it's just like, bro, I don't think I like you anymore. <laughs> like, dang. And then he's like, oh, we working on Bad Boys 4. And I'm like, I don't think I can. I think I would like it if you weren't in Bad Boys 4. Don't bring Martin down with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in life. Like, <laughs> don't bring him down with you. Will Smith, I think we may need to replace you. To be honest, what is John it's, David Washington doing no, that, bruh. that month? Like, <sighs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, Will Smith is very. He's a disappointment. What is Winston Duke doing that month, bruh? Anybody? I should give me Micah Ely. God damn. <laughs> I just threw a light skin nigga. Just threw a light skin nigga. Somebody gotta replace him. They gotta, they gotta, you know, you gotta be a pretty boy, man, because that, yeah, that's the whole micro. True, 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 true. Just, just, just give me somebody else, man. Yeah. God. Yeah, I just, um, that, that, that sucked the air out the room. Hey, look. Speaking of sucking the air out the room. Uh-oh. So I told you, you know, we went to, to the Legends of the Streets concert and everything like that. So we get there. Uh, Jada Kiss and Cameron opened up the show. They, they they did a tandem thing. They were both on stage, you know. I spit a couple verses from this song. You spit a couple verses from, from your song. You know, we go back and forth. Cool, lit. Big Jada Kiss fan. Like I told you, I could have probably been from Harlem because I'm a... Oh, no, 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 no. I take that back. I'm not that flashy. Hell no. Not that flashy. Them niggas flashy, I just, bro. I just like flashy things, but I'm not yeah. that flashy. I'm not going to show you my flashy things. I'm just going to have flashy things that, you know, you come by and be like, yeah, my house just turns on when I walk in the door. That kind mm-hmm. of flashy. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, did Trina come out next? She thick. She is thick. I knew she was always thick, but she's a different type of thick now. She, that's what I was going to say. Natural. It looks yeah, natural. It doesn't different, look bad. Different type of thick. Um, then uh, Gucci Man came out. Guap. Then um, T.I., then Jeezy, and Ross closed the show. But, you know, and then you have your hype men in between sets and everything like that. Did y'all so, discover any local artists? I mean, any artists that are... Oh. Trina, Trina brought out one of her artists, you know. Okay. Man, yeah, I brought out T.I. If brought Young Dro would have been there, I'd be, I'd be, I'd truly be jealous. But I, I know Young Dro ain't come out, so. Let me, side note, two people that should have had better careers, Young Dro and Murphy Lee. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. They should have had better careers. Yeah, Murphy Lee, for sure. Murphy Lee, was, he, was, he was dope. He was super dope. But anyways, so T.I. comes out. Gets the crowd rocking. He does like a 30-minute set. You know, T.I. got bangers after banger after banger. You know, it's just going crazy. He leave. He gone maybe five, maybe 10 minutes max. Jeezy comes out. Again, crowd is rocking. Banger after banger after banger after banger. Between Jeezy and Rick Ross, there was 30 minutes. 34 minutes. Jeezy went off the stage at 11. Rick Ross didn't touch the stage till 11.30. 
And in this 30 minutes, the DJ did an R&B mix. That's weird. That is the weirdest shit ever. Because now you've you've taken the energy from people. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Play Mariah Carey, We Belong Together is great. But like I told you, I'm trying to sell some drugs right now. Trying to sell that dope. I'm trying to trap. I'm trying to I'm trying to go buy the biggest chain, put all the diamonds in it, buy, buy the biggest car, put all the rims on it. I'm trying to sell all the dope like I'm Bumpy Johnson, Frank Lucas, all rolled up into one big ass nigga. Hey. And now you got me on my phone uh, 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 you tr- trying to trying to shoot shots at women that ain't even here. <laughs> not 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 to mention the porn star that I ran into. But then you bring Rose out and you I gotta turn up again. First of all, I'm 35. It's 1130. I'm already tired. Dog. I'm tired, boss. Dog tired. And now you're playing with my energy levels. And like I don't know if you've seen the videos on, on, on Instagram, like they had cut the lights out. He's still on stage. People are just filing out because you gotta be out of there at a certain time. He's fulfilling his contract. That's the only reason he's still rapping. And that was and then it was like. And you were at the Grammys the next night. So you should have been on time because you was like, I got to hop a plane to L.A. I got to get the fuck up out of here. It was just very weird. It's weird to me, the lack of creativity from, you know, I, I, I feel like from what you said, Cameron, Cameron and Jada's set to me should have been how a lot of their set should have went. All of them have hits together. Why, how, did they all perform together? No, that's stupid to me. Like it's it's like Jeezy would do his verse of like, well, Ti's Ti has here. a verse to that song. He's here. <laughs> that's how I know some. That's how I know a lot of their careers were pretty much handled by people, and they lacked the creativity to do things that were that simple. The show actually could have been shorter, and you still would have probably had a good time if you would have did a combination of songs. Like just your your outro should have been the intro. So this guy, this guy's next set, like I, I don't know, man. I, exactly. Uh, what concert was that? I, I forget so the title, but it was, it was Jay Z and it was Young Jeezy, and they have songs together. So Jay Z would come out, he would do a few. He start, he opened the show up, he did some songs, then he would do a song where they were both on the track. Then Jeezy would come out, and Jeezy would do his set in the middle. At the end, he would do a song where him and Jay Z are both on the track. Jay Z came back out, closed the show. Like you could just flow into and and nothing more in the world that I want than to listen to Rick Ross and Jeezy talk about dope for four minutes. Come on. And if you put Pusha T out there, I might be in heaven. <laughs> just very weirdly constructed show, it sounds like. But I know that at least before, like you said, suck the energy out of the room. Suck the energy out of the room. Uh, it was a great show. So that, that that's cool. I mean, obviously it was working. What they were doing was working. But somehow along the lines, I just feel like Rick Ross and, and Jeezy could have definitely been on stage together. Rick Ross probably could have even had a, a shorter set and got the shit over with. But Rick Ross, is, he's always been a character. I, I enjoy his music, but he's always been a character. He's one of those type. He's one of those artists I would never want to meet, ever no. in life. Ego way too big. Yeah, it's like it's not. It's not even entertaining. It's just like you're fucking weird, bro. Calm down. I get it. I know who you are. Chill out, bro. Like I, I've watched interviews with him, um, especially when I was uh, in, on I am athlete, and it's like 
okay, I get what you're saying, but you're just so over the top about it that it's now it's unbelievable. That's how I feel about Andrew Tate. It, I feel like sometimes he's just he's just over the top of what he's saying. I'm like, bro. And it's the, I mean, he's articulate, but um, his 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 it's just something about his cadence. It's just you, it bothers you, me. You're going for the shock effect. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like watching it's like watching Stephen A. Smith and on first take or whatever. It's like you're you're you know you're playing with your boy your voice inflections and you're you're turning up, but what you're saying is the same thing. I, man, I'm, I can't. I don't know, bro. I accidentally listen to Keyshawn and them in the morning when I'm going to the gym. I just I'm just not a fan of those shows. They just seem so staged and corny. I don't judge niggas for watching them. But I just I don't like those shows, man. I've been like when I was watching Stephen A. Smith, I hated that guy five years ago. But you only need one show. You really do. Because once you once I, I, I watch Get Up in the morning when I get ready. So by the time I finish watching Get Up, I know what the cadence is going to be for the rest of the sports entertainment shows the rest of the day. It's uh, Mike Greenberg and a, a panel of uh, just a panel, basically. Oh, Not a debate, a but a panel. That's yeah, a yeah, it's, it's a show. Yeah. I so see, like, by the time I start watching that shit, Mike and Mike was still a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I know what the what the what the topics are gonna be on every single show on every single sports network, and it's cool. Y'all aren't gonna give me too many differing opinions. This is a this is a you know this is a journalist with some ex athletes. This is gonna be a journalist with some ex athletes, maybe a female moderator. This is gonna be a journalist, and, and this is gonna be. It's going to be Stephen A. Smith, Jay Williams. This is going to be Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. This is going to be Mike Greenberg with Dominique Foxworth, Chris Canty, and uh, Dan or- Orlowski. Like, <laughs> y'all are going to give me the same thing in different ways. And that's fine. Get your money because, you know, kind of like CNN, you know, it's going to be on a loop. We're going to hear the same thing. And as something happens, you know, you're going to bring it to us. It is what it is. And like I always say, it's not for me. And that's fine. It may not. It, it may not be for certain. Like it's, that's fine. I really think people have a problem with that. I, I truly do, because I feel like I have conversations about this shit all the time. Like I, I, I had a conversation with somebody not too long ago about, you know, I told them straight. I'm like, I mean, I was like Black Panther. I mean, it was straight. It was a solid movie. I didn't hate it, but I mean, you don't you don't need to send me a fucking uh, explanation of the movie. The movie wasn't complicated at all. In the movie and, and even the the little Easter the little uh, Easter eggs from the movie they weren't interesting to me I didn't care about them and I could tell that the person that was telling me this information was looking at me like I can't believe you you know you didn't you didn't get this and you wouldn't feel that I'm like well how, how do you feel about horror movies oh, I hate horror movies well I was like well you get it then <laughs> like, it's it's that simple you you don't you don't like something you don't like it if I wasn't the target audience and that's fine. That, that's fine. And it, that's just so weird. And I feel like, you know, we talk about this in the group chat a lot. The word homogeny comes up. And I really feel like the, the culture is a, is becoming a, a victim of this weird type of homogeny. And it's it's not cool. Like, life is very nuanced. Like, there are things in life that are, they're going to border each other. They're going to things are going to feel a certain way. Everybody's not going to feel like Life is just weird like that. If you were to paint life, it would be a fucking collage of colors. Like it would be fucking bizarre. Like looking at the sky when a comet is passing by or some shit. It's not gonna just be this gray wall. It's not gonna be plain. 
Everybody's not going to agree with it. And that is okay. That is okay. I almost gave away my words of advice, but I'm going to sit on that because I actually had some. But <sighs> what, a, what, a, what a time, man. It's just like, what a time. Time is only a construct. Time is only a construct. Price of, price of eggs is, is, is out the roof. But the Beyonce tickets are affordable. Hey, would you rather buy these eggs or would you rather not pay your rent? I don't know, man. I'd probably buy some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I see this this dude that I hope with, he has a really big podcast in Houston. Um, don't really know him like that. You know, I get buckets. But um, <laughs> He has a very he's he's he has a big podcast in Houston and that was one of his questions because like he's he's a shoe fanatic and he was I think the question was pretty much simple as simple and plain like have you ever been in a situation where you're like well I'm gonna buy these shoes or, or I'm about to skip on this bill and I was surprised that the men were like shit I ain't gonna lie sometimes I just said fuck that bill and I bought them shoes I'm like damn we live in a consumerist consumerist society I ain't mad at them I don't think I've ever done it intentionally. Definitely not no shoes. I think I bought some shit that I'm like, yeah, I got to buy this shit because I wanted it. But I don't think it was on some consumer shit like that. But that's the culture, though. The culture is, hey, I'm going to find a way to get these Beyonce tickets, even if it if, if it if it means I'm going to get a, a ding on my rent, meaning I'm late, you know, as long as I don't get evicted. Or I'm going to max out my credit card Bruh. Or, or something. It's like I can I can make, you know, the bare minimum payment for these Beyonce tickets for the next 20 years and I'll eventually get it paid off. Look, man, I was eavesdropping. I ain't gonna lie. I was eavesdropping. I forgot where I was. And I heard this chick on the phone. She was doing something that pertained to her having to talk about her bills. And she was like, yeah, man, I need to, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I, gotta, I think that was going out that night. It was unfortunate because I was on, I know it had to be, I want to say it was, uh, it, it doesn't matter the store I was in, but I was in a self-checkout line. And the line was long for some reason, so I had to bear this conversation. Got lucky because podcast content. So uh, <laughs> I'm sitting behind her and she's she's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I got to figure out, you know, what I'm going to do tonight. Um, right now, she was like, man, this Chase credit card, man, I got I to gotta pay this off. And uh, what, who knows what the girl said or the person said on the other side. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to fall in there tonight with y'all. Yeah, I'm going to be in there. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to have to pay this Chase card down. Luckily, I have this Amex card, though. I ain't it ain't, I ain't used it in a while. So I'm going to just pull that one out. I'm like, do you hear what you're saying? You don't hear what you're saying? <laughs> To to be fair, oh, go ahead. if you do have a credit card that you have not used in a while and it has a zero balance, use it if you want to keep that line of credit. It mm-hmm. helps. It helps. It helps your. It helps your uh, credit usage rate. So, to be fair, that's not a bad idea. Okay. But if you're only using it because your other credit card is about maxed about out, about to max out, and you want to be active, you hustling backwards. I thought that's what I thought. It's just, I'm just like, well, at some point you got to pay these things off. You do. And a nigga once told me <laughs> paying that minimum all the time is one of the worst things you can do. 
the absolute worst thing. Like, it's like if you only who, who was that nigga? Shh, go by, go by Javito. He's the shamble god. I don't heard of him before. Look, <laughs> he may not make them all, but he don't miss too many. Look, I told you I went in the kitchen. <laughs> I went in the kitchen. You know, this is one of the moments. And I just was sitting there and I'm just like, man. Because, I mean, I'm just thinking like, okay, let's just say your chase card is a $1,000 balance. You're looking at this chase card like, all right, I'm at 920 right now. I can only spend eighty on it. All right, you finna pull this 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 Amex out. To me, it will just make it. You might as well just max out the chase card. Your limit tonight is eighty bucks. Ain't no point of uh, building up, uh, hurting this this Amex. Just leave it alone at this point. Cause no matter what, your credit line is your credit line. I'm not the the bank guy here. I'm not the accountant guy here. It just feels feels weird to me. I personally hate debt, so. Once I can get my debt low, I want to get my debt low. I don't want to like, I feel like it's balancing the checkbook for millennials. I got to be on how to balance y'all credit. Because right now in America, they're saying we had $930 billion in, in credit card uh, uh, bills or whatever. Like, that's, like, what we doing? Because y'all partying a lot. Like, I, I told you this. I told you, like I said, me personally, I know my budget when I go out. And it's just gotten to the point with me, like, bro. It's no point of even like even just going out to get a drink no more. Like this, it, it didn't got to the point where like it bored me. It bores me now, and it's like you got it got to come to the point where it's like maybe once a month. Cause I'm a human being. I want to get out and socialize, but now it's just getting to the point where, like I said, man, nigga hit me up to go out, and it's just like, man, I've done enough today. I'm just gonna get something to eat, and I'm gonna lay it down. That's why that's it's, that's where it is now because. Nine times out of ten, when you're going out these days, you're seeing the same people. You're getting the same watered-down drinks. And, I mean, even if you have a, a, a night where you it, it is fun and you drink a lot, you wake up the next day and like, damn, why did I spend my money on that shit? You know, it's just like, what am I doing? And it's just, that's, it's, I'm just shocked that people that, it's people that do it eight times more than me, and I've been tired of it. Like if, I, honestly, if I don't get invited out, I don't go nowhere. I'll be chilling. People people hit you up, like, hey, what you doing? What are they? I bet. But for the most part, I, be, I just don't I just don't understand the the urgency of, of going out to, to, in my opinion, have this to, to chase this high that it, it, we live in Houston. So it's out there. Like it's the same shit. Like I could always I, I could literally go out tonight and have a good time. It's Houston, Monday to Sunday. There's something popping. Straight up. You remember that night we went out for my birthday, quote unquote, my birthday, even though it was like the beginning of December? Yeah. And we were like, man, this this was just like, you know, this one of those legendary nights, just a memorable night, you know? Mm-hmm. That has, was, what was this is 2021. That was 2021. So that was 2021. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had a memorable night out like that before. I mean, since then, yes, I go out, you know, have a good time, you know, I've done things, had a good time, but chasing that high is pointless. That high of going out and being, you know, having one of those legendary nights, they're few and far between. Taper back your expectations, you won't be disappointed. Hey, I'm just out the house. My goal was to get out of the house, did that, check. My goal was to have a drink, did that, check. 
out. My goal was to, you know, get that late night pizza. Did that. Check. I accomplished all my goals tonight because I kept them within reason. Comes back to standards, too, and just being realistic. Within reason, that's a good word. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. I was, I was done. I was done. Oh, okay. just, just reminiscing. <laughs> I'm over here just reminiscing. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a good night. It was a good night, and it was pretty random. Pretty, pretty random. Yeah. Good night. Pretty random. Um, and I'm pretty sure that 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 experience is able to be duplicated. But it's gonna be, it's gonna happen when you least expect it. Right. You you can't plan like, oh, we're gonna go back to this spot. We're gonna go back to this spot in this order, and it's gonna happen again. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, um, shout out to uh, the gorilla killer, Hagens. Um, uh, even though I, I hate this city with a passion, are, are we going to Vegas or not? Just throwing it out there because we haven't we haven't had any type of communication about it, and I don't want it to hit me by surprise. I ain't got money like y'all niggas. Who who's y'all? Who's y'all? <laughs> Who's y'all? Especially Flacco. Who's y'all? That, 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 that's an off-mic conversation for sure. Okay, if you want to bleep that out, you can bleep it out if you want. No, I'm going to leave it in there um, because it, it has a little, little little mystique to to our show. But, yeah, that's something, that's something we tell them about when we get back, not before we go. Oh, okay, okay. But, I mean, but yeah, it, it, we'll, we'll have a conversation for sure. Definitely got to pull him out one time. I ain't never been out with him. I, I, that was the only time I've been out with him at one time. I've, 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 done, I've done Vegas with Flacco before. It sounds scary. <sighs> <laughs> He's light-skinned. I mean, <laughs> it's dangerous. Hey, bad boys four. <laughs> he might be perfect. He might be perfect. The way he held that, he, the way he held his own in that conversation, yeah, he... He might be perfect. But did I tell you about the conversation we had when the Cowboys kicker was missing all those extra points? Nah, you said something. Uh, what happened? So during the playoff game, we we in the group chat, we going back and forth about the Cowboys kicker missing all those extra points. Then Flacco goes, I'm going to be honest with you. I probably couldn't make that kick either. But you could kill a gorilla? <laughs> And my options is to kick an extra point, which is going to be roughly 18, 20 yards, versus killing a gorilla. Or just staying alive in the ring with a gorilla. Or just staying alive. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take so my I get chances. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you get to warm up pregame. Pregame. But now, in the heat of the moment, however many thousands of people in the stadium, you got to come through. I'm going to take my chances with the kick. Yeah, I take my chance with the half court shot too. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 left I'm left handed, so I'm be, need to be a little to the right some. But yeah, yeah, I take the I seen a kid. Shot. I seen a kid on overtime. He did the the layup, the free throw, it's like the three point. I was like, is this shit doctored? And he was like a seventh grader or something. Yeah, he was small. He was cooking. <laughs> Good lord. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have that conversation offline. I just. Because time is ticking, if I'm not mistaken. I was a skeptic. I just didn't think, I don't think the thing is going to happen. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, my, my, my level of confidence in that happening is, you know, dwindling a little bit. But also, I need to see what those ticket prices look like, too, for all, that, that's what I all, all, the, all the events included. So, yeah, because if not, I'm just going to 
I'm, I'm thinking of going on a cruise this summer. Never been on one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know you've enjoyed your fair share. But I, I, went, wanna... I went on one cruise. <laughs> but you went on two. I went on one cruise. Oh, but you're about to go on one, right? That's another conversation. That's another conversation. Yeah. Family. That's what I thought. I thought you mentioned family. That's why I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's scrapped. No, they just want me to plan it, and I refuse. Oh. <laughs> no, because because when I you know I have no I have no issue planning things, and and this is kind of kind of like our Miami trip. No issue planning things. But if you're gonna complain about what, when, and why, then you should have planned it yourself. Nigga, you plan it. Exactly. And that's how I feel. Gotcha. Gotcha. What about the other thing? You got some other family stuff coming up. You planning that too? No, I'm not planning shit. You done planning this shit? I'm done planning shit. <laughs> so what was something happened? No. Oh, I know what happened. I know what happened. No, no. It was a family reunion. That's what it was. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I know that's what it was. I just remember. Yeah, yeah. They they look at you like you you just you the single guy, no kids, professional, real organized. You can do it. I don't care how you look at it. <laughs> I'll tell you what I am and I ain't finna do. <laughs> I ain't talking she talking that shit now. Come on, go get on your ass. She might. Oh, shout, shout out to my mom. She got to have gallbladder surgery on Thursday. She got to have her gallbladder removed. Y'all say, say, say send, send thoughts and prayers to my mother. Real thoughts and prayers, though. Don't, 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 don't send my mom that fake stuff. Don't be. <laughs> we, we had a lot more episodes to go, but with that one, I'm going to have to start winding down. What the fuck? Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And it's crazy because I. Because this is one of those moments where it proves that I'm not that smart. Because I definitely forget what a gallbladder is for. But I just had a coworker that had the same thing done. Around the same age, too. What, what is the point? Okay, I had to look this up, too, because, you yeah. know, I didn't know either. The gallbladder, if I'm not mistaken, which I could be, is what's your liver, what takes the toxins from your liver to your to your small intestine. Okay. So a little bit different from a... Uh, A little bit different from um, the liver, bottom line. Yeah, it, it's, it's the the bile that's that's there it goes. It, it it's it's held it's held there before it's released into the small intestines. So in my mind, I feel like you could just remove the gallbladder and connect it directly to the liver. Maybe I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But you she's sure? uh, nope. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, she's got got like gallstones or whatever, and so instead of just doing the stones, they're just gonna take the whole gallbladder. Yeah, because I know that's an option, but with the with the kidney stones, that that's not an option. Yeah, yeah, you got to keep those kidneys, so they'll they typically give you something that d- dissolves those stones and break them, make them smaller, small enough for you to pass. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 I had a coworker that went through that. It, 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 he he was a white guy. And it, you know, when I talk about that cold, that hog hitting you, his face looked like that all the time. Let that hog was hitting him. <laughs> just, got that, just got that red on him. <laughs> that hog hit him and then that sun hit him. Like you just red all, all your Scotty, he was going through the pain. I was like, I was like, Mike, just go home. <laughs> God, he's like, I just, you know, I gotta gotta do these spreadsheets. Like, if you say so, you about to die in this hole. 
But man, let me let me let me let's not wind it down, man. This words of advice, man. Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep mine short and simple. Uh, first, I'm just gonna go with a, a rare thing that I used to do on the show, which is a movie recommendation. Uh, my my movie recommendation for the month of February so far would be to go and check out M, M. Night Shyamalama Lama. Go check out his movie A Knock at the Cabin. Um, I don't know what you guys rate. I don't know the weight you guys put on the words great, excellent, or good. But um, for me, I think excellent is at the very top. Great is in the middle. Good is pretty much solid. So with that being said, uh, I would say that this is a this is this is a more along the lines of I can't that that's tough. It, it's not mid. Like you motherfuckers would say, it's not mid. The movie's not mid. Let's just keep it simple. Check it out. Um, if you if you do check it out, let me let us know how you feel about it. Um, I think the overall message of the movie is pretty simple to grasp. I don't think it tries to do too much. Just like I said about Black Adam, I feel like the movie is it's just it is what it is. And don't try to make it more than what it is, especially when you're dealing with a generation of people that can't, you know, listen to somebody talk for more than four minutes. Um, but yeah, for the most part, suspenseful, entertaining, solid message. Check it out. Uh, my words of advice are, um, remember that th- this is something I just came to the conclusion of, um, there are main characters in a story and in your story, you're the main character. You're the only main character <laughs> in your story and your story is the only time you're going to be the main character remember that when you're dealing with other people in life and i say that to say that once again your story is where you're the main character that's the only time you're the main character don't interject yourself into somebody else's story thinking that you're going to be the main character and then get all screw face with them when they don't treat you like you're the main character in their story I hope you comprehend that because that's all I have. <laughs> um, well, when it comes to me, um, like I said in the in the group chat, um, I'm sold on The Lost of Us. The Last of Us. Wow. The Lost of Us. The Last of Us. Um, what's it? Four episodes so far. I'm I'm sold on it. I'm I'm it's 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 now appointment TV for me. I'm enjoying that. Um Pedro Pascal is 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 getting all the money. Because Mandalorian season three comes out March first, looking forward to that too. Um, what else were I watching? Your Honor, uh, that was pretty good. Um, King of Tulsa, I think, is the is a is a show with Sylvester Stallone. That was pretty good actually too. I've been watching a lot of a lot of shows because I haven't seen any too many movies that I've liked any recently. I watched the movie Plane, and I mean it was a basic movie that did what it was supposed to do. You know, it's no no twists, no turns. It it just gave you a decently decent action movie with Draw Butler and Michael Coulter. So, you know, if you want to check that out, just to have a, a nice solid movie. But um, <laughs> it was funny. Um, Keith put in the group chat that Kyrie link where it says, "I want to go somewhere where I was, where I was celebrated and not where I was tolerated." Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, man, that is that is so true amongst so many different levels and here's a professional nba player worth millions where a team playing for a team that was basically just tolerating him 
And that's why they were making him jump through all those hoops. And even the contract they offered him was like, oh, if you win a chip, then, you know, we can do this. It's like, damn, you put all of that on my back? My contract is tied to a championship? You know how many moving pieces that I cannot control goes into that? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that was crazy. Like, he, sh- he shouldn't have never came back when they said, um, not only we're we going to suspend you and fine you, but, you know, we want you to do community service and we want you to meet with these Jewish leaders to do X, Y, and Z. But again, that's a, a tangent. But my true words of advice are if you love what you do, do what you feel. I feel a lot of times people are getting caught up with the optics and the quote unquote pressure of social media and what your friends are doing. And even to a lesser extent, but a more detrimental extent, what your friends are telling you that you should do. I think you should really step back and kind of look at look at yourself and and decide, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to be single? Do you want to be in a relationship? Do you want to move? Do you want to get a new job? Do you want to stay in your same job? Do you want to stop talking to your family? All of these things matter to you and you should take consideration of what you want and not what everybody else wants. Because to quote the great really if you are the main character in your story and nobody else's. Thank you and you're welcome as always. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?